Welcome to We're Talking Bears. Where we bring you the latest in the Chicago Bears experience. I'm uncle, nephew, and I'm son. And we're Talking Bears. What's up, Bears Nation? What's up? Bears Nation! What's up? What's up? So, um, yeah, remember, if you guys are liking our content, like, share, subscribe, all that, um, you know, that's going to be down in the corner. Uh, hit that red button. So uh, this was this was rivalry week. Uh, Bears-Packers, always a lot of emotion. You know, I always got Packers fans that are hitting me up, trying to talk mess during the games. But they were real quiet for the vast majority of this game. Real, real quiet. And, they've uh, had a they've had a quieting season. This is oh, yeah. this has been a oh, quieting yeah. season. You know, Rodgers hasn't been able to uh, be a magician. Um, and you know, he he's his time may have come and gone. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but but on the flip side, you know, Justin is learning how to do some magic. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah. so oh, yeah. so shows us time, every week. Yeah, yeah, his time is coming. But honestly, honestly, I, I am not. Uh, let's go ahead and lose out and and um, fan. But this is one of those years where, you know, I'm looking up. Look, if you done lost nine games, go ahead and finish the job and, and get because there's so many teams with three or four wins. There's like a dozen teams with three or four wins. And one or two wins could put us from the second overall pick all the way to like the 14th or 15th overall pick. And that's an enormous, enormous drop. That's, yeah. yeah, So, and then when that happens, I believe that our second round pick that we traded becomes a higher higher because of the the way if that we, dro- if we drop it, no, it's not a fair. snake draft if we drop in the first round our pick drops in the second round too okay okay all right um, so I, I thought with the tiebreaker they move it around a little bit no no no, all right, no. Well, that's it, cool. our but slot is going to be the same yeah nonetheless you know and, and you know i was really sad to see our second round pick fumble that ball you know hold on look is your knee gonna hurt less because you let go of the football? Uh, okay, but I would also like to point out that it likely wasn't a fumble. Um, it looked like his knee went down and then the ball got knocked out, but because they didn't have the right replay angle, they couldn't overturn it. I think that's what what happened there. Yeah, yeah but nonetheless, is your knee hurt any less because you let go of the ball and grabbed your knee? I hope so. Um, I would rather he fumbled than went out with a long-term injury. So I will give him, I'll let him fumble that every time if he can avoid injury. I would rather, I would rather you avoided the injury. I, I, and I don't think live to play letting, another day. I don't think letting go of the ball avoids the injury. <laughs> it did. He he was back out there. Yeah, I just think he was gonna be back out there. He got hurt. You know? Look, man, I all I can say is this is what happened. And he didn't get hurt, and he let go of the ball. So if that's what he had to do, then that's what he had to do. Well, <laughs> you know what? I don't, I don't care if that's that. Knee injuries are not a joke, so, so I would prefer we had none of them. All right. So speaking of that, what do you think about the receiving room? Our receiving room without Darnell Moody? Um, I, overall, I think 
it was one of their best games of the season. Um, I didn't see any major drops, but it was probably their best game of the season because from a passing standpoint, it was one of Fields' best, um, at least through the vast majority of the game. Uh, I think he was 20 for 25 at the end, just very accurate, um, putting dots on people downfield, uh, short passes, finally worked in some slant routes, which we haven't really seen all year. Um, just, you know, some basic concepts that were, uh, you know, just just executed really well from both ends, from the receiving end and from the passing But side. let's also look at this. I mean, he, he was upright most, if not all of yes. the game. Yes. You know, he, he they actually put together a decent pass block scheme. And, and I know the Packers are, are not a good team. I love saying, let me repeat that. I know the Packers are not a good team. One more time, not a good team, right? Right. But, but, uh, and, and we have to face defensive lines like the Bills coming forward and the Eagles coming forward. And we'll know whether the pass blocking has truly improved. But at least for this game, they improved because we've had bad pass blocking against bad teams, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they actually look uh, pretty good. I think they did. They did look surprisingly good today. There was one play yeah. where Jenkins got blown up and, and tossed to the ground, um, which usually doesn't happen. But next play, yeah. he's driving his man. And I believe it was the same guy, Clark. He drove his man four or five yards out of the play. I mean, he he didn't just take it lined out and go, oh, you beat me. He got back <laughs> up and, and was like, wait, time out. All right, you got me this time, but I'm rocking your world next time. And, oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. and the next play was a big run. So I expect that from Tev. I expect yeah, that from yeah. Tev. So I, I'm still, I'm I'm still with, you know, I think, but but they kept him upright. And like you said, you know, up until the last five minutes he was getting the ball out making quick decisions throwing very i mean like at the beginning he had a couple inaccurate passes that that were dangerous but um he was very accurate uh and they took some deep shots and you know claypool's catch eq's catches deep nikhil's harry nikhil harry's harry's catch that was a heck of a catch Man, we had some. I, I'm I'm okay moving forward with Claypool and Nikhil Harry. Um, you know what? I mean, EQ could be on the bottom of the receiver room, but we need to stack above him. We need that he's not in the regular. I think we, yeah, we've established that pretty well. But yeah. I, I think the biggest I think the biggest thing is if we did this from a receiving perspective with no Mooney, um, having him back will only boost that room um he is he is unquestionably the best receiver in our roster uh and as fields continues to develop like this as our offensive line continues to protect better especially once we add some some fresh talent this offseason um that that gives me a lot of confidence in running with this receiver room that we have into next year and not needing to spend uh you know a high pick on uh you know a, a top receiver in the draft well, that gives me a whole I lot also, of confidence. i also looking at it say that you know part of the thing is if we do spend our top picks on that offensive line you know you can see what a difference even the receiver room 
that we're having is going to look a lot better. I mean, there's mm-hmm. Claypool's a good receiver. Um, mm-hmm. Harry's got a ton of potential. We'll see. If the, you know, you, you got to turn potential into reality, but Claypool's a good receiver. Mooney's a good receiver. Komet is a very good tight end. Yes. Um, yes. He's still young. He can Love develop into a great tight end, but if he's just the guy he is right now, and this is his peak, he's a good tight end. But right? he's still so young. He's 23, and he's this is his third year. This kid yeah. is going to tight ends usually peak around 25, 26. That's when they usually start really hitting their stride. Right. So right. If he's got three more years of just growth, because he's going to get stronger, he's going to continue to get more like sure of himself he's going to continue to understand the scheme better like and then as we saw with like greg olson he can even improve his catching even though it's gotten to the point where he's catching dang near everything that's thrown near he he's he's gotten very good at at catching the ball um yeah there's more he can do to grow but i'm just saying it it, i i think he should continue to grow he's young but even if he didn't he's a good tight end like Absolutely. If, if, if he never becomes any better than he is today, it's going to be hard for a rookie or uh, to take his job. That it's is hard for, for, a, for a lot of people to take his job. Right, right. But I'm saying, you know, we draft somebody and even if he's phenomenal, it's going to be hard for any rookie tight end at any level to come in and go, we're mm-hmm. sitting commit that that yeah. he has gotten yeah, to that is. point where he's like, that's my job. And, and I think, you know, when you look at our um, offense right now, honestly, there's two guys on the offense, maybe three, where they own their jobs, where that's my job, and period. And it, it not about whether we're looking to replace them, but about whether somebody legitimately we could draft somebody yeah. who could move them out of the way and i think yeah, I, there's three guys that they can't i think who, it's tev who yes Komet, okay. and it's fields and i agree else, i agree that's it i agree you, i don't care have, how you good you are as a rookie you, the, the the you you are not taking those three jobs that every other job is up for grabs yeah right i would now, say right mooney now. is mooney is the closest replace Mooney's job you can replace it, his production you could if you come in with a guy you know uh, uh you know like Cincinnati or Minnesota has as a rook Mooney's gonna be the number two yeah exactly so exactly. that that's you know but I don't see you know a rookie tight end or a rookie quarterback or a rookie lineman they can't I don't care if you are the best in the business, period, and you legitimately live up to your 1-1 rating, you know, first-round pick, first choice, you're still not moving those three guys out their jobs. It's yeah. just, you just, exactly. you just, it's not happening. It's exactly. not happening. Um, so, and, and I like that position. And I think I like the fact that we had Justin stay in the pocket and throw because there was a pocket or step up into the pocket, or yeah. even when he broke free throw, we need to keep doing that. He needs to break 350 yards for the season's over. So I, I honestly, I didn't, I didn't want him to be out there. I wanted him to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, about that. I'm not really caught up on the stats. 
Uh, I don't think we have the receiving room. I don't think he has the familiarity with his offense. Like, one thing about, you know, he completed 80% of his passes yesterday. 80%, which is phenomenal. Yeah, phenomenal. He missed three passes on his own, and then he threw two interceptions. And here's here's where I'm at with that. The passes he missed – some of them were little ticky-tack throws. The throw to Claypool, when he turned and tried to fire that ball down the down the line of scrimmage, he could see the DB free, right? There was a guy there that Claypool was going to have to beat if he caught that ball okay. immediately. And it could have been a fumble, which was a little too scary. But when he threw that ball, he couldn't throw it to Claypool because that would have given the DB too much chance to break on the ball. So he had to throw it kind of behind him. So that miss, I'm not really, you know, really, I don't really care about. The two picks, however, um, I, I knew there were th- I knew there were picks from the broadcast angle, just looking at him in the pocket when he threw the ball. Reason being is he was staring down his receiver on both of those plays. And I think that's going to go away as he continues to get familiarity with the plays, with the scheme. He didn't know where his where his next read was on at least one of those. I'm almost certain of it. Or he he just decided he was throwing to that based on the coverage he saw and, and didn't move off of it when, you know, EQ. EQ didn't run his route well. Um, he really, like, he had Jerry Alexander kind of, you know, running backwards, backpedaling. And he could have he could have throttled down, you know, a yard or two sooner to make sure that he came back to the ball and make sure that he got to – the spot that Fields was going to throw it, and he just kind of didn't. And then the ball was a little to the right instead of to the left where EQ's body was, and it was just a bad route, you know, bad combination of of route slash throw. We'll say that. Yeah, but I don't yeah. know exactly I'm, where me, they practice it. But comment on comment on that a little bit. I, I think two things. One, a better receiver could have stopped faster and got back. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a, a better quarterback in in this situation could have looked it off so that you know their absolute best cornerback doesn't know you're throwing it at me yeah (laughs) you know he looks totally the other way and then comes back there you know Jair Alexander doesn't go yeah duh EQ you're slowing down because you're going to turn around and try to go get this ball you know so that I agree with that combination I'm Mm -hmm. not upset about the number I mean, he, he completed 80%. All I'm even saying, if he doesn't throw those two picks, he hits 300 yesterday. Yeah, yeah but. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, I mean, because those drives continue. Those drives die. What, so, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is the talent is not around him to chase numbers. No, no, That's I'm not I'm saying chase numbers. I just need him to be able to do what he did yesterday for three quarters for four. He's got and, to be able to do that for one more four he, quarters. As he keeps getting reps, as he keeps, you know, getting familiar with the scheme he's in, as he knows where his checkdowns are, as he gets more familiar with, like, because, for example, it, that route, I would assume that if Mooney is healthy, Mooney's running that route. And right. he knows exactly where Mooney's going to stop. And he knows exactly where Mooney's going to position his body. And he's going to put that ball at exactly the right spot. But that right. chemistry with EQ is off because – that's not the typical guy who runs that route. And that's not clearly not a route that EQ has in his bag. So uh, yeah. if he's got a receiver that he's comfortable with going into next year, whatever, I think that's complete. And I think 
the receivers towards the bottom of the depth chart going into next year with a full offseason where he's comfortable with the offense. They can move faster through practice. They can move through more plays through training camp. That's going to be more comfortable with those guys, too. So well, I'm not no, super worried about I, I get what you're saying. I'm just saying right now at this point, if he's out there, this is basically practice. And he's got four games left to practice. And one of those needs to be a breakthrough game throwing the ball. He needs it. He needs it. He needs that. And it's also a statement game for the NFL. He needs that. And everybody in the NFL needs to know this guy can throw for over 300 yards when he went, if they give him a pocket. So you better defend the entire football field. I think they already know that because of his touch on the deep ball alone, like three, three good deep balls here at 300 yards. Pretty much like if you can do the the most basic (laughs) consistent passing. Right. Exactly. So I don't think, I don't think the NFL is worried about that. I think that'll make more difference to his Madden rating next year than how defense is playing. (laughs) Okay. Well, I mean, I'm looking at, look, his overall numbers on the year have gotten significantly better. He's, he's completed uh, 156 out of 253 so that's 61.7 almost 62 percent which is good he's getting there he's getting there he's got like uh 1896 yards so you know it he may hit 3000 maybe in these next four games depending on how they use him i'm assuming they're not going to run him like crazy he's got 900 yards on the ground i mean he's going to be a thousand yard runner that that i mean if he just Guaranteed. He's going to leave that's, the pocket one one day and just pick up the other. He's probably going to have like 1,200 on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got 13, even with yesterday's picks, he's like 13 and 10, I believe. Um, so, I mean, he's, he, you know, he's growing. He, he's growing. And, and he continues to grow. I, I still will argue with you and nephew that he's not elite yet and he's not elite until he can do that game winning drive or and also manage that last five minutes you know you need a five to eight minute drive to win a game when you're up you're up by one or three you've got to take you know the last you got to take the time off the clock and leave the guy the other guys with two seconds and down by eight and he's got to make that because that's his worst time throwing the ball. His worst time throwing the ball is at the end of the game. I'll respond to that with a question. Is okay. Lamar Jackson elite? Yeah. Okay. Is Josh Allen elite? Yeah, for sure. Is... I, I give Josh Allen more elite than even Lamar Jackson. Lamar is... Jackson is really hard to defend, but Josh Allen's elite. Now, here's now it's going to get harder. Is Jalen Hurts elite? I don't know. He's having a hell of a year, but let, let's put it like this. Is he having a hell of a year because of the talent around him and because it's so hard to play the Eagles? Or has he really made that big of a step up? And I think time will tell, right? Like if we look <laughs> back and his numbers start falling as they can't afford to keep all these guys then then you know he was good he was really good but not elite you know what i mean time yeah. will tell 
now now my my counter to my my argument is that those guys all those guys that i've named have pro bowlers on their offense have top talent at multiple positions on their offense lamar jackson's got maybe the best tight end that is not named travis kelsey in the nfl he's got top tier offensive linemen uh at least at least some of them are top tier um and uh and he consistently is is one of the most dynamic quarterbacks you know running the ball similar to fields is fields has not as good as fields fields has already beat him as a rookie and a Uh, second year guy. well lamar's lamar has the current single season rushing record for a qb so let's let's let fields break that and okay we'll, okay and we'll, okay but i would say from an explosiveness standpoint i think fields is more explosive than than lamar is just because lamar can can run but if he can't run around you he's not getting past you whereas fields it doesn't matter if you're standing there or if you're chasing him it's it's irrelevant so um but the point point is lamar jalen hurts Josh Allen, all these guys that are newly in the sort of elite QB conversation. Lamar kind of has been there for a while, but um, he's he's always kind of on the fringe. Uh, all of those guys have an incredible amount of talent around them. Yeah. Um, and they elevate the talent around them, of course, but the talent is already there. Fields does not have that same, you know, <laughs> that same situation. And yet he is producing as much or more than all of those guys in terms of offense, in terms of scoring, in terms of competitiveness in games for a team that has absolutely no right to be hanging with some of these teams that we are. And it was proved last week versus the Jets. I think I think him not playing last week does more for my argument that he's elite than anything that he could do this week or next. I, I I give it well, to next you, but week, so. you, you still got to be able to finish. You know, that's that that's yeah. the thing. I, I, I'm not saying he he's going to continue to grow, but he's got to get that finishing. And until, I, I agree, but you can't do it by yourself. Yeah. But no, you no, I'm not even yourself. I'm not I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying like, yeah, I mean, we can hearken back to Kyle Orton, who was not by any stretch an elite quarterback. But one of the reasons he stayed in the NFL so long as as a not elite uh, a game manager is because he knew how to finish. Mm-hmm. Like if he had the ball in his hand, he's somehow by field goal or by touchdown, the Bears were scoring. And, you know, that puts so many games away. You know, if you can march that team down the field, there's seven minutes left on the clock and you're down by two. And that's if Kyle Orton's at the helm, that's a win because you're going to make it all the way down deep into field goal range. You get a chip shot at a minimum. But for you know, a guy, but for a guy in his fourth system in five years on the most talent deficient roster in the NFL at the start of the season that has since been depleted by trades and injuries at literally every pretty much major position there is. Uh, running back, uh, tight end, uh, but the receiver, offensive line, receiver. wide receiver, he's every still got position, his starting tight end. He's still got Komet. He's still got his starting tight end. Yeah, but we lost. We lost several of the. We lost at least one of the backup tight ends to injury, yeah. and then cut one of them. 
um, and then had to replace him with a guy off the street. So his number two tight end is is just a guy who was who was you know <laughs> stacking boxes or something this time last year. So I'm I'm not sure where. Well, yeah, but you know, I'm not. Yeah, where I, his I talent is, and his help is supposed to come from. He's he's doing all of this with at at, at the beginning of the year they were like the Bears are going to have the first overall pick because right. this is the worst roster I've ever seen. Mike Marks right. thought we were going 0 and 16, right? right? Yeah, yeah. And Fields is out there with no help from almost any position on the field carrying this team to like no, to the point I, where Aaron Rodgers is, is squeaking past us. I they don't sneak past us. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with anything you're saying at except for we did bolster the receiving room. I mean, yes, yes Mooney, we did went, go get Mooney went down, but we got a Mooney equivalent in Claypool. His numbers Dude, his numbers. I don't know if he's done. equivalent. <laughs> I don't know if he's equivalent and yet. You know, I, he might get there, but he ain't there yet. He's a Mooney equivalent as far as everything he's done in his career in, in the NFL. The only th- difference is he doesn't have the chemistry with Justin. That that's and that hurts. Yeah. You know yeah, when, but exactly. and then Nikhil Harry, I think, is definitely an improvement in that receivers yes. room. When he showed up, when he showed up, the receivers room went. Everybody else. You know, if you were past number four, he basically weren't getting the ball no more. That's it. You're done, dude. You're, you're, your year's over. Have a seat. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so, and, and that's good. I like to see that. And hopefully Nikhil Harry can uh, uh, grow into that, you know, I'm deserving a first round pick type of guy. And then let's talk about our boy on the offensive line, his first game. Um, you know, I, I didn't notice him a lot. But I noticed how well they were protected. Um, um, what's his face? The 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 um, the guy we got from uh, the guy the first round pick we got uh, when the Raiders threw him away. Oh, Leatherwood. He wasn't out there. That I was thought Riley he got Reef. out there. Am I wrong? That was Riley Reef today. I well, it, he might have been on some of the snaps, but I thought it was Riley Reef. No, it was. I, I, yeah, Riley Reef was absolutely the starter. He absolutely was the starter, but I thought Leatherwood got in on look. some plays. Um, yeah, yeah. So you know, yeah. So he's he's he he yeah. He was out there a little bit. He was he was. I, I don't know how. And that's what I said. I don't. I had to look at the film to see how much he was out there. Um, but you he, know what? He was look. out there and he played well, according to PFF. Um, hey, Fields didn't get sacked, and he was—he yeah. wasn't the—he wasn't a liability. He wasn't—he didn't walk out on the field, and all of a sudden he's laying down, and Fields' face is in the mud. Actually, so so I'm reading off his his PFF. He played ten snaps, and he had a seventy-eight point six pass blocking grade, which is actually really really good. Uh, anything over seventy is considered, uh, you know, a plus a plus player. Um, so he, he was, he, he did really well. And then a 71.9 run blocking grade. So, uh, Hey, they very small sample size, but small sample size, but you know, give them, give them 20 snaps next week, 30 Mm -hmm. snaps the week after let let his chemistry build with the offense and see what he's got. He, he, I think he played right tackle for us. Mm -hmm. Um, and so if he's a if he's a if he's a quality right tackle that solves a problem because uh Boron uh Boron is is, is I mean he's a decent backup Boron I wouldn't mm-hmm. fire him but 
I, yeah, he, he'd be a good swing tackle, a good sub guy, a yeah, guy that yeah. you can plug in if your starter yeah. goes down, and he can he can hold it down for for weeks. Or, right, but you know, if, even if he's got to hold the rest of the year down, as long as the rest of your line is good, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. And so, but I'm if Leatherwood, I mean the way that offensive line played well yesterday, that was probably the best offensive line we play we've seen. And if Leatherwood just, I know it's just 10 snaps, it's not a lot, but, you know, if you go out there and you screw up in your 10 snaps, you're going to yeah. 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 No, he played well. It, it was seven, seven pass block snaps, three run block snaps. Um, yeah. And he did great. He did great. Yeah, yeah. No, he did. He did. That was, that was, he, he, that was, that was awesome. I, I think he, um, we'll see. We'll see. You know, all, all you can do is try, but it, it's really, you can, I think these guys know how to teach people because the they Raiders do. throw them away for a reason. They do. Um, the Raiders, I think they just panicked and did something stupid as the Raiders usually do. Um, but well, he, wasn't he wasn't yeah, performing. He wasn't performing. From guys all over our line this year. Braxton Jones has come a long way at left tackle. Uh, Tev has become a monster. He's become one of the best right guards in the league already. Um, and, uh, you know, even even Mustafer has improved from his early season play where, you know, he was getting thrown around like a rag doll, you know, on a week to week basis or just just wandering off while other people were rushing the quarterback uh, and not blocking anyone. So he's improved drastically. He's, we've definitely got an offensive line coach that can see the problems that people are are having and make adjustments. Yeah, I, I think absolutely there is an absolute growth in that offensive line um hey you, you know and i mean what it look if if they can teach leatherwood he's got talent if they mm -hmm. can teach him how to play as an nfl right guard we've solved i'm sorry yeah right guard we've solved right, right tackle, tackle and right yeah right tackle we've solved right guard and right tackle mm -hmm. okay which means and that would be a mean right side of the line because oh, leatherwood oh, 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 at alabama woo. was a mauler i woo. mean he would Latin guys so yeah. if we put him next to Tev and they and those two get a nice little chemistry going I'd love to see that I, I would love to see that I think that that surely doesn't hurt our run game no um, it does not that and if they amazing. they're if they can work together as a team pass blocking um I, I'm gonna say a dirty word musty was out there and, and, and fields didn't get sacked <laughs> yeah, I'm not was. saying he's he the answer but I still say he is a quality backup. You know, he, he again, like Boren, you got a backup in Musty, you got a backup in Boren, and unless uh, Boren is an element on the periodic table, and Borum is our right tackle. Borum, Boron, whatever. I okay. He's, yeah, okay. Thank you. Thank you. Boron. Just clean it up. <laughs> you got to, but senior and, and, moments, you know, just senior moments. There you go. And you, and, and <laughs> hey, but I still remember my chemistry. I was good at that. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> but then you, you, so, so Boron is an element, but Borum yes. is not. He's, he's a swing. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, yeah. Yeah. So that, that's well, what I'm saying. Give me a pass on that joke. <laughs> <laughs> give you a, give you a C for effort. There you go. And then, <laughs> Uh, but speaking of effort, that, that's a great segue uh, into uh, Mr. Sandcastle. 
Oh man, that's Mr. Yeah, Leon Sandcastle's kid. <laughs> I like the name that I don't remember who was who was commentating the game, but somebody the commentator for the game said, said called him the neck. The neck. <laughs> the oh. neck. I love that name. All right, that's, I that's think awesome. that's his new name. That's, that's <laughs> awesome. Jack Sanborn, aka the neck. I'm I'm a fan of the neck. Personally. You know what? I'm a fan. I mean, look, this guy on two different screen passes won the day mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. usually you know you get offensive linemen out there and that linebacker's in trouble on the one he just got around it grabbed the guy's leg and wouldn't let go yep until yep. everybody got there and brought him down but boot dude didn't get another foot because it's like look i may not be able to bring you down with one leg but you can't run neither <laughs> yep. so exactly. you just stand there until my boys get you yeah, on the other you know, he went in there grammar school style, you know, like pros don't usually do that because they're like, well, I'm not going to get hurt on this one play, man. He went in here like he was a kid with no concern for his physical body and slammed into two guys, which he just threw himself at him. It was wild. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. It was wild. <laughs> it was He's, great. It I was. He slammed into two dudes, blew up two blocks. And spun the running back by doing it. Yeah. And that was the end of the play. I mean, and then that they pulled him down spins. right there. Yep. He yeah. didn't get another yard. It's over. It's over. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, whereas they would have been not, you know, taking out our guys that who knows how far that play would be gone. He bust up the whole play single handedly. Um, and I, left I the love guys his willingness man. to dive into blocks. He, he does not hesitate to say it. And that was the gripe that was always with Roquan is that he would. He was amazing at defeating blocks by running past. He could get to a spot before almost any lineman in the league, but he he just never really took them on, right? And just beat them that way with his hands and his strength. And Sanborn doesn't care. Uh, yeah, Sanborn doesn't. He doesn't care. <laughs> the no, neck. I, I love him. I love him. Man, I mean, he's yeah. You you can't say anything but. That boy plays some ball. I mean, again, he continues to rack up tackles like crazy, and it's because of how he plays. And his, his pass defense is actually really slept on. I, I think oh, people yeah, do yeah, not yeah. appreciate how good he has been in pass pro. Um, and it is because he doesn't really have, like, the stats that people look for to back it up. But when you watch his drops, like, after watching, like, years and years of Erlacher and Briggs and watching, like, the perfect execution of cover two and, you know, cover three schemes and whatnot, the depth on his drops, when he gets to the top of his drop, he's reading and identifying, he breaks on the ball. He's broken up several passes and you'll notice they don't throw with the middle of our defense a lot because hey, it's not open. <laughs> it's, it's not only it's not open, good. but if you catch the ball, your boy's going to get lit. He's not like he hasn't been like a super big hitter. I don't think I haven't seen him like really crush that many people. He's he's he yanks people down pretty well. But I mean, well, well you've got to look. Hey, 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 we have one one of our picks. The pick on our Instagram page is when he took a guy down in a headlock in Detroit. I mean, oh, he yeah. literally twisted him 
in a headlock. And it, it almost looked like, are you sure that's legal? Because that looks almost illegal. Because it was no, it was so MMA, take you, your face was. into the It was dirt. a great tackle. Um, I, I don't think he's I don't think he's the guy that is I mean, going to be you know, doing the Erlacher, like, you know, just Boom. Right, right, right. like no, that no, no. at 70 miles an hour and watch your head pop off. I don't no, think he's that no. guy, but um, man, he, 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 he don't play though. He he, don't play. He's, not, he, he, he's coming hard and you're going down. You yeah, know, exactly. I'm not, I, I'm not saying he hits like Erlacher, you know, I did see a really good hit with him when he met uh, AJ Dillon in the hole. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Dylan was trying to come through this hole and he thought he was running over Sanborn and he wasn't. No, uh, no that was a good no. hit. That was, yeah. he stopped him cold. And that was, that's impressive. Cause uh, man, it, Dylan does not stop easy. No, but, no, he doesn't. He runs hard. And I mean, this guy, this, uh, okay. Again, looking at the defense, Brisker, he's a lock. Sanborn uh, yeah. is actually a lock. Um, I think Sanborn's job could get taken, but at the worst, we would move him to like strong side linebacker and put him in that like Hillenmeyer role, maybe. I, you know what? I, I, okay, I, I'll. Uh, I don't know though. I don't know. They they were argue, uh, uh, Briggs and Brown and Weinstadt were arguing this, and Alex Brown just kept saying. If that guy was picked number one, what would you guys be saying about him right now? If he was the number one overall pick and performing the way he is, what would you be saying? You'd be That's saying a good Pro argument. Bowl. I'll give, I'll give him that. <laughs> right? But because he's an undrafted free agent, you're not going to give him any. You're not well, going to give him the. T- he I'll is the that. number one tackler in the NFL over the past four weeks. No, dog. That's his. I'll job. say this. He is. <laughs> He is the number one tackle in the NFL for the last four weeks, which is great. He hasn't missed a lot of tackles, but there are a lot, there were a lot of plays where guys were running to the edge and he was not getting there. Um, there were a couple of plays where he did, but if he doesn't diagnose that quickly enough, you just run past that guy. Uh, and that's the one gripe I have with him. Okay, and that's why it's hard for that. him to be kind of in the middle. But this is a, this is a four, three. And honestly, you know, yeah, we watched Erlacher, and Erlacher could get anywhere on the field. And that's an incredible once in, uh, you know, uh, uh, once or twice in the NFL, uh, history of the NFL talent. That's great. Don't let perfect be the enemy of good. He's a middle linebacker. Mm. Let him patrol the middle and be one of the best at it. Don't don't be looking for somebody. Oh wow, you can't get. Who cares? Like there's a ten other guys on the defense to get to the dang on edge. Let him patrol the middle and let quarterbacks go. I don't want to let this ball rip in front of this boy because I don't want to be the guy that builds up his interception stats. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Yeah. You're, right. You're and let running backs be like, right. man. You know, I mean, because you think about it, he's up here stopping runs and running backs and screen passes when our defensive line is stinking. Yeah. Our defense, I mean, our defensive line flat out isn't in the tackle conversation. They have so few tackles as a group, it's bad. Our top tacklers are uh, our defensive backs and Sanborn and Morrow. And that's it. Ain't nobody and else. It is actually not that close because I think 
Morrow, I don't even think Morrow's the is has more tackles than Sanborn does, despite playing all year. I mean, I, 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 I think I, I think I looked that up and argue. I, I don't think that's correct. I, I'm gonna look that is up. It? But I, I, I thought I heard somebody say that during. The no, game. I, I, that's a stretch. He definitely doesn't have as many in the last four games. Nobody in the NFL does. But you know, when you when you look back at Morrow, um, you know, you pull up Nick Morrow actually is our leading tackler. Uh, now that Roquan's gone, Morrow okay. has 84 total tackles, 58 solo. So okay. yeah, no, no, don't don't go there. But this is our <laughs> list of leading tacklers: Morrow, then Smith, who's gone, then Eddie Jackson, then Brisker, and Jack Sanborn is now number five on the list. So in yeah. four games, he's passed everybody else. He's passed a lot of he's passed a lot of these guys. Uh, um, and you keep going down the list. Justin Jones is the next one with 38 tackles. But you're a defensive tackle, and people are running on us. And you've only got 38 tackles. I know the DTs don't usually get a ton of tackles. But, you know, how? come on, man. Come on, man. You, you have some pride. Don't let this. Yeah, we got to we got to we got to improve. Guy that. in four games can outdo you. Uh-uh. No, that shouldn't happen. I mean, and then you you start you go down. Uh, you start going down and it, it gets bad. You know, it gets, you and know, this is Dominic's got 27 tackles. Al-Kadim Muhammad's got 23. Um, you know, it, uh, uh, Pinnell has 18 tackles. You, you, you know, and people have been running the ball on us. It's not like they haven't had exactly. the chance. Exactly. Uh, so for, for Sanborn, congratulations to Sanborn to become our fifth best tackler in four games. Yeah. <laughs> a total of four games, but that's also a diss to the guys in front of them. And as we well know with football, if the guys in front of you aren't really getting their job done, that's actually harder for you to do your job. But we see when it comes to these screenplays, what he's doing. He's either flying around blocks or he's going through them. And blowing them up, yeah. Blowing them up. I'm going to take on two, three, four of y'all. Let's go. <laughs> and you know, you know what it is that I heard? And you reminded me when you said it was that uh... – Morrow still hasn't passed Roquan as the team's leading tackler, despite right. him being traded four games away. That's what it was. Right. Now, he just did. So, he just – He did this he week? Just, he just passed Morrow. I mean, Roquan. Right. Okay. So, so yeah. So, he – but and, and you know what? Come on. Roquan was murdering it out there. But right now, Sanborn is murdering it. So, go. Sanborn – I mean, Sanborn's a lock in his position. Okay. Brisker's a lock. Um, yes. Absolutely. Jalen Johnson, you know, he's a lock. I, you know what? Johnson's Indeed. up and down this year, man. I mean, last at the end of last season, I would have said Johnson's a lock. Now I'm sitting back going, he's he, he could lose. He could be kicked out of his job. People said the same thing about Charles Tillman. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I, I, I'm not down I'm not, on look, him. I don't have a problem with him. But, yeah, I don't think he's He doesn't made, have – he doesn't have like the short area quickness that like Kyler Gordon has, for instance, or, you know, some of the like Jerry Alexander or whatever. Um, and he struggles with in-breaking routes, but as the rest of your defense um, kind of gels and, and you put talent around them and then you get, you know, a better pass rush that can actually get there. Um, his his play will his play will appear to improve. Like I, I think he'll he'll be at the same kind of high level that he's been at um, when the team around him is a little bit better. 
because right now the 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 way they've been beating him is you know they don't they, like you don't catch anything on his side of the field outside the numbers you know on his okay. side you don't catch anything nobody catches passes over there but where you do catch passes is if you you know run 10 yards deep and then cross the field yeah, yeah. and then just try to run away from him yeah and well, because there's nobody there <laughs> that should be there and, and, and then you've got and 14 I, seconds to throw the ball so i accept yeah. that i think that also with that though i want to see him take the ball away yes that i, w- I want to see the that. big thing with him but it's but it's so easy to throw it somewhere else against our defense it's so easy to throw to kendall vildor and jalen jones and you know elijah hicks who you know as a seventh round rookie has filled in admirably for eddie jackson but um you know obviously he's he's not eddie jackson right so right uh, yeah, well, yeah, we lost four. Eddie Jackson was our pick leader with four picks, and he went exactly. down. You know, um, so but, it's just it's just so much easier to throw the ball not at Jalen Jones unless you've got a route specifically designed to be Jalen Jones that or Jalen Johnson. Sorry, that like why would you why would you do it? They they do it a couple times a game, and he swats the pass away. You know, yeah, and, yeah. and and just just so you know, guess who? As we talk about guys who whose jobs are a lock. Guess who our sack leader is this year? That's a great question. Who is it? Jaquan Brisker with three. You're kidding. Brisker is the sack leader? He hasn't <laughs> had a sack since like week four. He's been injured the last two games. You're kidding. <laughs> Brisker <laughs> is the sack leader, and Roquan's right behind him with two and a half. And then, and then there's Sanborn with two. Who with two? That he got He's in the same third game. Place. So he's fifth wait, in tackles wait, you're, you're and not, third in No, sacks no, it gets worse. Guess who's in fourth place with two? Tied in third place. I'm sorry. Who's that? Tre- uh, now there's Travis, Travis Gibson, Gibson. And, and Justin Jones. So, and Sanborn in four games has caught them. That's, that's embarrassing. Frankly, that's embarrassing. Dominique Robinson, one and a half. Elkany Muhammad, one. Quinn had one before he left. Armand Watts with one. I mean, it's just literally the defensive backfields and a middle linebacker who doesn't blitz much are leading in sacks. I I would so Brisker is going to be back from concussion protocol probably after the bye. So uh, let's blitz him some more. (laughs) Yes, let's 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 get him five. Why not? Let him lead. Right, get him get him another pick and another two or three sacks. No, I think I think he's gonna take more of the Eddie Jackson role playing the yeah. deep safe, you know. Um, and because he's he's good playing deep. The kid yeah. can it can cover. Well, you know, again, we just keep stressing the fact that all the numbers point to offensive and decent defensive lines. And you know what? If they stole Leatherwood and he's a, a good piece, we'll find out over the next mm-hmm. four games, you know, and that's just one year in the in the system, right? If he legitimately can can fight for that Riley Reef job after um, you know just you know what I I hope he can. Then that means we we really only have two positions on the O line at that point that need to be either upgraded or improved. Yes, uh, the center and and left tackle. And honestly, I'm not. Again, I'll say it again. I'm not a big white hair fan, but he's not the worst guy on the line. No. 
No. He's he's not killing us if you upgrade center and you upgrade left tackle. Um I I think the line is good. I mean, if if Jones if Jones can play the way he's played the last three weeks for an entire season, I'm happy with it. He didn't do great. He still can't handle the bull rush. He still doesn't. He still ends up in just. They didn't. They didn't get through him. They didn't get through him yesterday. Well, he's getting better. Hey, the rest of the line is playing better, and Justin could step up. I I mean, mean, I I watched braxton jones specifically on a lot of plays i haven't watched the tape yet but when i was just watching the actual pass sets he looked great to me i i did i had no issues with the way jones played against the bull and the speed rush all game yesterday all right well you know what i'm gonna rewatch the tape because i yeah watch it because i am i'm 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 he has improved drastically against the bull um and and i you know if he plays like that I don't need to upgrade him, and it would probably be hard to. Well, we'll we'll, we'll find out. We're gonna face Buffalo and the Eagles. We're gonna face still Buffalo rather, and the Eagles. I would still rather do what I said the other week, though. Um, and uh, maybe draft Paris Johnson or Peter Skaronsky, and then let them compete for the position. Hey, you I, know I would what? love to do that. You know that what? It, it, let's say you do that. And, and I'm I'm 100% down with that. And if Leatherwood takes that right tackle job, um, hey, maybe we're trading a tackle next year. You know, <laughs> think about that. Or, or maybe we're trading Cody Whitehair and moving Leatherwood to the left guard spot. Yeah, yeah, or or something of the sort, right? Yeah. Um, but but maybe we're trading somebody. Maybe we're picking up a draft pick because now we have too many starting quality offensive line that that would be a phenomenal position i I wouldn't trade him i would i would keep him because you see how the injuries have been this year Uh, uh, well i would i would trade white hair if i can get out of white hair i I would contract is just he's old and he's average and he's not going to be better next year he's past the point of improving i would i would say i would say if we can get something good for white hair we should um while he is you know, playing at the level he's at, that moves him to a contender potentially that, you know, just needs that extra shore up in the line and he can, you know, have a Super Bowl chase in his playing window. But um, I don't even care if if we've moved to the point, if we've moved to the point where he is the worst player on our offensive line, we are doing way better than we were this year. We've we've got, we've got a, we've got a solid offensive line and, you know, we're going to have to address the offensive line and the defensive line. I mean, we can't, Brisker cannot be our sack leader. I don't care how good he's doing. Yes, that's true. We got to address the defensive line. We we've got to start winning and, you know, yeah, we've grabbed some people, um, but we haven't found that Leatherwood. We haven't found that first round draft pick that somebody just threw away. You know, I think Nikhil Harry and that doesn't happen. Great <laughs> that doesn't happen much. Right, right. You know, we, let's we got two guys in one year that that happened to. How often <laughs> are you going to get that in your entire career? And so. I respect Paul's for being for immediately grabbing them and not wasting any time. Yeah. You know, saying, "Hey, we need help." Boom, let's go. Um, yeah. and, and and so hopefully that and his ability to pick these uh undrafted free agents because there's there were several there's a bunch of free there. agents playing defense out there yesterday. There's a bunch of them. yeah so, Jalen Jones man Sanborn 
you know, hopefully that translates into some really good choices with our picks. Um, you know, again, you know, what, what can we say except for that's, that's what needs to be done. Um, you know, fields, fields, again, he looked good throwing the ball. Our receivers actually look good. We had some phenomenal catches, the Claypool catch, EQ's catch, Nikhil Harry's catch. Um, Montgomery and Komet were just consistent as heck. Um, you -hmm. know, and you need that. You need those guys that, Hey, I can trust this guy. If I hand off the ball to this guy, I can trust he's going to get me a first or pick up seven or eight or get me out of the hole. If I toss the ball to this guy, he's going to catch it. And he's going to get me and he's going to give me some yards and get in the end zone. If he can't, you know, we got a lot of areas to improve. Yeah. We got a lot of areas to improve still, but I'm, I'm liking the way that this roster looks as long as Justin Fields is on it. Yeah. Yeah. I I think, you know, and I, I take your point when, when Simeon was out there and uh, you know, I'm going to say it again, Mitch was our backup, (laughs) you know, when Simeon's out there, we lose a lot, but, and, and I'm not saying we don't lose something. I think Fields is better than Mitch. Right. I think he's got more time. Yeah, obviously. (laughs) That's that's beyond question. But you know what? Honestly, if Mitch is on the street next year, I'm firing him, Simeon, and I'm taking Mitch as a backup. Because yes, I am. Yes, I am. I am. You think he's going to do that? If I'm Mitch, I'm not coming here to be Justin Fields' backup. I would never sign that contract. Why not? He already knows he's going to be a backup somewhere. You might yeah, as well, but you gotta be here. You might as well come here because hey, look, I if I, I'm gonna do it if I'm Mitch, you know why? Because this guy's running constantly, and if he's running for a thousand yards a game, I'm gonna get some game time. I'm getting some yeah, I'm going back to Buffalo if I'm Mitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> why would I come here? Well, that wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> Come here where they drafted me and then chase me out of town. Nah. Yeah, you, yeah, you're probably right. It's it's a pipe dream. But yeah. think about it. He's a mobile guy that really could run the Justin Fields stuff, just not quite as well. I think there's other guys in the league that we could pick up to do that. But I get what you're saying. I agree. We definitely should be looking for, you know, a facsimile of Fields as his backup. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We shouldn't lose everything that our offense does well and change everything that we do here's a sentence though perhaps our pass blocking was so much better because they had to focus on pass blocking for the past two weeks <laughs> i mean i think they're just gelling as all line i said this at the beginning of the year it takes time for guys to learn to work with each other we've had like eight different combinations of guys it just takes time uh the offensive line is a unit not just a bunch of individuals that are running around doing whatever they want. So I'm, I'm going to agree, but you can't gel with a guy who's laying on his back, like a cockroach kicking his arms and legs. <laughs> you can, you can. And Jenkins does because he plays next to Sam Mustard. <laughs> so. Oh, I think Jenkins was on his back uh, on Sunday. <laughs> yeah. For the first time this year. <laughs> How many times has Sam been there? So uh, you can you can do that. You, you Sam usually block. gets that's, that's, that's in Sam's called. defense. He's usually on his side, not his back. Oh wow! Yeah, great. <laughs> Throw him into somebody else. I actually saw a play where 
he gave up a sack because he pushed the guy into Jenkins's guy, and the Jenkins guy stunned over the top. And then Sam didn't pick up the the guy that stunned it over the top, and it was just like, and then Jenkins like just took the hand off. The guy went right. the other way. And he was like, "All right, cool, I got this guy. You get that guy." And Sam was like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't know. I don't they know. Didn't man. Teach I, I love that the guys at high school, man. They didn't teach that at his high school. <laughs> I, I think they taught it. There are some people that just don't learn, you know. Um, and unfortunately for Sam, he's. He's been a liability in past pro. You know, what? I'm not even I love the guy, but I'm not even gonna say unfortunate. Look, here's an here's an undrafted guy who he had the dream, who played, got and played D1 um at a high level, and then somehow through a whole bunch of bad coincidences, ends up having to start. And keeps a starting job for a couple of years in the NFL. I mean, honestly, it's the average Joe's dream. That's you know, true. That's it, true. It's the, and so I'm not, I don't feel so good for him. He's, he's lived the average Joe's dream. He's not going to, you know, he's not going to get traded to another great team. You know, um, it, he's, he's not. He's, that's, but, he can, you know. but he can be one of the better backups in the league playing with yeah. us and i'm happy with that i'll take that yeah yeah absolutely i think he's i think that's his key i think he's a he's a good good solid backup and honestly the other part, good part is he's not going to be that expensive i mean you you, you know and you want to keep salaries down on your backups you want a solid tough guy who's good enough to come in and not hurt you but you don't want to spend a ton because you got to be able to contract guys like fields in his next contract yeah without oh depleting the whole team i'm actually not that worried about fields's contract situation i think fields is going to take a team friendly contract that's just kind of the guy he is you know what i mean he's he, he's got to know he's going to get a big deal yeah at yeah, some i point. mean it uh, uh, but are but i think he wants to win really? he, no but 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 it's more that i don't think he cares about anything but winning I mean, so yeah, I but he's, he's going to take get, a contract gonna that's going to be prohibited. He's going to get yes, paid. Yes, agreed. He's but I don't probably going to. He's probably not going to ask contract. for like fifty million, like you know. But no. he's probably going to get like thirty to forty. Thirty? I think he could probably go over twenty-five to thirty. I think that's probably what he'll what he'll be happy with. Um, that's a lot of money. Twenty-five it's million an a year. Enormous plus, amount of money. He'll make more money in endorsements than he will on his contract for sure. Like Nike's gonna pick him up after the season. He's gonna be a Madden cover athlete at some point. Um, he, he's gonna he's gonna blow in terms of you know his yeah. his But exposure. I mean, just, He'll just get paid. being mildly reasonable that allows him to have one or two more awesome guys exactly. standing next to him. And that's and that's what he wants. He doesn't want to lose. He doesn't care about really any of that except the W at the end of the game. He doesn't care about stats. He doesn't care about records. He doesn't care about nothing. The dude is the dude is a maniac, and he's going to bring a lot of W's to Chicago. Oh yeah, I can, as I can we see build that around game. him. And I don't think I don't think he's going to be selfish enough to take W's away with contracts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? I mean, he's got to learn. But I, I see every game him getting better. He's yeah. Um, who do we used to say that about? There was a couple other guys that we were just watching. Uh, in the past, and we would just say, man, this this guy just gets better every game. He gets out there. 
And, and right now it's Fields for us. Fields is out there and he gets better every doggone game, um, which that's all you can ask for. Work, get better. And that's what he's doing. Mooney was that way. Mooney just kept getting better. Um, it Komet is getting better. Komet too. It's, um, it's, his, it's that work ethic, man. Jenkins like came in with a Jenkins crazy work is ethic. Getting better. Yep. Jenkins is getting yep. better. Um, you know, we need those guys that are going to climb um, and make it uncomfortable for guys that have been around for five or six years. Because we haven't been a great team since 2018. Yeah. So if you've been around since 2018 and you're not a leader and you're not great, you're probably about to be cut. If you made it through even the last, because we cut more guys than we kept. I mean, we, 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 I think that, that off the 53 man roster, like 30 guys were new. And we've even done a little bit. We've done some rotation since then. So of the 20 guys, 20 odd guys that remain, you better be good. And I mean, mm -hmm. I think Herbert's good. I think Montgomery's good. Komet's good. Mooney's good. Um, you know, Eddie Jackson's good. Johnson's good. You know, we got some good guys that are left over. Yeah. Um, but yeah. you, you, you better be a starter, you know, um, or you better be like with the case of, of Musty, Borum, and uh, um, with Musty and Borum, you better be a very inexpensive, very usable backup. Yeah. You know, which is, that's fine. Cause you gotta have those, you know, people get hurt. Um, so, but you know, it's still a dangerous position because the day that, you know, seventh round rookie comes in and he's better than you, you're done. <laughs> I mean, there's not a lot of seventh round rookies that come in and do that. That's pretty rare, but. Right. But well, okay. Fifth rounder, like, uh, our boy, there you go. <laughs> you mm -hmm. know, the day that guy walks in the room and all of a sudden, you know, you're not the number two anymore. You're number three. You're on your way out the door because you've been around here. You're long in the tooth. And, and you know, why am I keeping you if there's a guy that's 22 years old that's better than you? I, yep. I don't need you anymore. You know? Yep. So it's dangerous. It's dangerous. Um, Man, there's going to be a lot of changes. Uh, we, we'll talk about that um, next week as well. Uh, during the bye week, we'll release a special episode um, that kind of details, you know, what, uh, changes we're going to be expecting to see from what positions. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll start going through that as we get close to the off season. Um, but, uh, Hey, yeah, man, with that, I'm uncle, I'm son and we're missing nephew <laughs> and we're, <laughs> we're talking, talking bears. bears. All right.